0: Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Until You Win the Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Wood, and I'm looking forward to continuing our journey into my solopreneur venture, what I've learned, what sort of things I know that I want to do different, and how I want to help you not make some of the same mistakes that I made. So, as we left off last week, if you remember, I was talking about my professional career and things that have gone on in my life that, you know, it's just what made me who I am today. So right after I got out of the military, off active duty, I was in the reserves, I was living off the reserves, I got engaged pretty quickly, and my dad and I had uh, been talking about doing different things together. And... He had joined a company as their control comptroller, so basically what we would now call a CFO, and he invited me to come talk with the owner and see if there was something maybe more that we wanted to do collectively with him, and so that's what I did, and I met with the owner, um, nice guy, little on the peculiar side, if. I would say myself. Just had an odd thing about him that I just could never put my finger on. But you know, I started working with him. I got picked up as the um, manager of the awning division. Now, this company was called Pamco slash Apco, and that stood for Professional Awning Maintenance Company and Appliance Protection Company, and basically. The PAMCO division, we cleaned awnings. So you see awnings on every sort of building, and I bet you the next time, I bet you if you're driving right now and if you see an awning, you're going to pay attention to how dirty it is. And so PAMCO and APCO had a product line of cleaners and protectors, and it was a way for us to make money on a maintenance business for the PAMCO division. So I was the awning manager and uh, lo and behold to me, I didn't know that it was just me that was the sole person. Occasionally I got the there were a couple of people that would come out and help me on larger jobs, but I got to go out and bid the jobs and price the jobs. And interesting thing was I was never trusted enough. I always had to bring the bids back and show them to the founder before, we were ever able to move on, which to me was a little bit odd, but I was always like, okay, no big deal. So about three or four months into this, my dad and I decided that we'd pull a little bit of money. I didn't have much, but we bought in and we became partners. I was a silent partner. My dad was a equal partner. Supposedly it was like 51% 51% to 49%. From my understanding, I was fairly young. I was still in my early 20s at the time. But, you know, it was good work. I was able to go outside. I worked all the time. Uh, everything except for the winter time, which we really couldn't do much. But a lot of contracts all the way from the Bay Area up through Sacramento. And so the, uh, the, uh, the appliance protection company, the APCO division, Basically what happened with that is my dad went out and sold basically these products in large quantity to furniture manufacturers. And I'm sure that you've seen where you're, you go to a furniture store, right? And they offer you a protection plan. Well, we were that company that provided the protection, um, chemicals. And so, it, it, overall it was a good it, it really was a good deal and I was with them about two years and the owner really didn't like his minority uh, partner's son uh, being so involved and i was looking at doing more nursing to be honest with you and I kind of decided to move on it was a good time and place you know for me to do that However, I still maintained a a partnership with my dad. Um, So I was a silent partner in it. And so my dad and I, he had the majority share. He had the say, which was fine. It was perfectly great. And really enjoyed us keeping that up. And so the good of this that we learned is we learned about good cleaning products, what they can do, um these were biodegradable products um it was great to be in business with my dad and it was able to be worked around my reserve time i mean that's really what the key was i had to be able to be uh, to go at any time and that was part of the reason also why i think i want not my dad but but the other business partner wanted me out of this which is i can i can understand no harm no foul one of the real bads was um, as a small business owner with all those responsibilities of, you know, always having to maintain all the little intricate details, especially when you're dealing in something where you're, you're using chemicals all the time. I had to keep in my van all the time um, an MSDS of every product that we use, what the process was, um, you know, all that information, which... You know, taught me a lot, but it was, you know, some of the stuff that as a small business owner, it's, do you want all that responsibility of if you have a spill of your chemicals, what's going to happen? So uh, I also didn't like the fact that I had the title of manager, but it was a title only and the division was me, one person with a couple of people I could call on the side, And it basically meant I did all the work and I never was given the responsibility to make the big decisions of what we did. So my takeaways uh, was it it was kind of like a messy divorce when the owner and my dad finally decided that they needed to part ways. Basically, they gave my dad and I, the appliance protection company, uh, part of it and they kept the professional awning maintenance my dad and i then turned around and started getting our own awning contracts and as we were trying to get more of the uh, chemicals we kind of learned the hard way that the owner kind of made it so that it was going to be very difficult for us to get chemicals from that specific supplier who was down in oakland Um, and we would meet with him on the phone we would drive down and meet with them again early. This is the early nineties. So we didn't have FaceTime um, or zoom or anything like that. You actually had to pick up the phone, make a long distance phone call that you were charged for. So it was a very, very different. um, We ended up having to work with this supplier and come up with some modifications to the chemical compound. And, Overall, it just really got to a point where my dad and I just decided, you know, this isn't worth it. This is too much work for for really what we wanted out of it, out of everything. And so we finally decided to shut that business down and just stop doing it. My dad finished, uh, since he always took care of all the books and everything, he closed out all the books. He closed out all of our tax returns. We never saw a profit in it. We actually lost money. In the endeavor, but it was a very good learning curve for me. I know after that is where I actually challenged the nursing board. I passed. And as you heard in the last one, I uh, started my um, bad recidivism career with the uh, California Department of Corrections and was in and out of working in prisons for the next uh, 25, 30 years. But so that's. Pamco Apco was the first business that I was a partial owner in. I, I got to see the behind the scenes, what I liked and didn't like. The one thing I did learn from this is I did not want to be in a company that produced and used chemicals that I had to be worried about what they were. And that really taught me how to make sure I could move on from there. So That's about it for this week. Next week, we're going to go into the next section of exactly what was going on and what I did next. And with that, we're going to jump into my first network marketing MLM company. And I'm going to leave you thinking about what company that might be. Gotta remember this was back in 1992, 93 when I got involved with my first book. So maybe you'll be able to figure out before next week, but have a great week. Bye for now.